welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Welcome back, my dude. Welcome back. How was your uh, big weekend for us? Big weekend. Yeah. How was yours? Em- Ember, I don't know if you saw on social media, everybody, but Ember graduated preschool. And she she had the cap and the gown. And uh, my parents came. And you just saw in their faces like, what is happening? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the old school kind of just mentality like, she has a cap and a gown and she graduated preschool and I'm like so proud and I'm like tearing up and me and Jess are just like celebrating and they're just like, what, what world am I living in? Like, I didn't even know where your school was. It's a hell of a Let part- alone you have a cap and a gown. One hell of a participation award right there. Incredible. Huh? But it was the cutest shit I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, I bet. She was, they were doing songs and they would like, the like, no joke, they did the thing like where they call you up and they hand you the diploma and then like, they say some things about you. They're like, well, Ember, you know, it's always the life of the party and she likes to make sure everyone's having a good oh, time. How, blah, 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 how blah. much was she beaming? She was, she was like kind of embarrassed. She was kind of like playing it cool. Like she, everyone's sitting in the line. She was in the front row and she was just talking to her friends the whole time. Oh yeah. Playing it super cool. Playing it super cool. Like definitely not just, you getting know, it. Well, you know what? So I, I congratulated Ember on her graduation uh, earlier today, and her. <laughs> all time, all time response. I go, I go, Ember. I saw on this weekend that you were in a cap and gown and that you had graduated. And she goes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, what? Like, don't patronize me. <laughs> Okay. Like, tell me something you like about what I've done. I, not just tell me I that I did something like, that I already know I did. Fuck me, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, welcome <laughs> to the party, bro. It's like, well, I hope you know that you graduated. I hope that you know that I graduated. Yeah. Like, what else are you doing? I was just trying to say, I've just, congr- okay, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations, Amber. And she's like, you're, yes. You're welcome. She's like, who, the, who invited this? Why is he Why here? is this guy here? He's, like, what does he do here? literally did he graduate i don't think he did i'd love to see a cap and gown on this fool i've not seen a single picture that's how she made me feel i was at the kitchen i was like okay 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 this is the last time i try to you're like it's okay okay, fine whatever fine okay here's your gift bye how was your weekend uh good it was really good but with becca's family Mm. gotta play some uh some golf a lot of golf oh how'd you shoot it's great i actually did pretty well bogey golf Dude, can't complain about bogey golf. I'm happy with bogey golf. Shot like it, what is it, like a 90-ish? Mm-hmm. Like uh, 92 would be perfect bogey game. I probably did like 95, 94, 95. 92. If it was... A, if it was, But it's a 72. If, 70, if 71 was par, I shot around 94. Okay. But perfect bogey, not to, not to be a stickler here, but perfect bogey golf would be in an 89. Yeah. Because it's 18 over. So, then, so I'm, I'm, you're being a little liberal with bogey golf. That's all I'm saying. You're being a little liberal. You're look, the guy that goes. I'm on a you're, the guy that, you're, the, you're the guy that goes up to the putt. It's like a six foot putt. So you go. This is good, right? This is good. I don't need to putt this. And you're like, no, dude. Putt oh it. no, no. We do it. We do it if it's uh if it's within the um if it's, if it's before, on the green, it's good. If it's before. <laughs> we don't even break the putt. Depending on out. the shot. Depending on the shot. 
If it's within the grip of your putter, though, that's but well, that's like two feet. Yeah, it's if it's in the grip, you got to pick it up. Well, let's you see. I have you a, don't even you're not even I allowed to put have it. one right here. Okay, so this this is like a so this have, is like a foot and a, this is like a foot maybe a foot I, and a quarter. My, I play with the putter that comes. I got an extended grip. <laughs> your grip is His his putter is nine feet. I rest it on my. <laughs> on I rest it down here and I do the. The chin putt. Everyone else has a nine inch, nine inch, uh, nine inch grip, and you have, you have a forty-seven yeah, inch no, they're, grip. They're, they're steel. They show <laughs> about two and a half feet of steel. I'm showing about four feet. It's within the grip. And it's within the grip, and, and it you, extends. You can actually pull it, and it extends. They wrote the rules. Listen, man, I'm abiding I'm by, the rules. by the rules. You complain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's Sorry. like, I should have bogey them in ninety-seven, ninety-eight. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Look, I'm Sorry, playing. I'm good, dude. You might be playing on a par 72. I'm playing par 76, par 78. Oh, wow. I've never even heard of those. Well, you know. Very advanced. Yeah. So I played well. That's awesome. Well, that's good. I'm glad you had a good it weekend with fun. the family. I was also the first time I put money on golf. Oh, how'd you do? You win some okay. money? Took 20 bucks off of Becca's brother. That's all that matters. It's so nice to win money. Did off you keep family. the money? Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> so you actually collected. Well, yeah, because you got to, if you're going to bet, you need to pay up, mm. you know? I love that. I but love what's that. funny is like her dad, her dad keeps talking to me. He's like, he's like, you played so much better than I expected you to play. And I'm constantly like, Joe, like I'm telling you how often I'm playing. Like how, how bad do you think I am? Like I play enough he's to played be decent. With me, where I'm like, is he good? Joe's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty good. I mean, he plays often like well he's like what in his mid 50s so he definitely takes it seriously probably playing when he's really playing he's probably playing two to three times a week and hitting the range that's a lot in between those times that's a lot yeah it's a lot of golf he can play golf yeah so like when we're when we're putting he's like okay like you know this green you're gonna want to do this and i'm looking i'm like joe it doesn't look like it's gonna do this fine don't listen to me you're like joe i'm just trying to hit it straight i don't know what you're talking about and then you see it go and he's like trying to walk up to him about like you need to start, he goes, you need to start thinking about the way the green's breaking as you're walking up to it <laughs> from the like, he's like, he's serious. Yeah. Dead serious. But he's also someone where it's like, he could literally care less about his golf game. He's just like, if you have the capacity to do well, you should try and do your best. He's analytical. Yeah, very much so. He's competitive, but he's got like a really good, he's very good natured about being competitive because he's also someone where it's like, he has a lot of fun if everyone around him is having fun. Sure. So he wants you to get better. Yeah. I don't think he wants to stuff you, but he's also like, he's very much like, well, if you're going to make a bet, like make sure you're taking you it seriously. Make a bet. You got to take your bet seriously. I love that. No bad attitudes. No bad you know? attitudes. Win with grace, lose with grace. Oh my gosh. Or as Becca says, win with grace, lose with Grayston. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a good diss. Yeah. That's yeah, a yeah, great yeah. Diss. She writes them, you know, she writes, <laughs> I love it. It was savage. Uh, bachelor, well, though. We're back in it, man. It's crazy to think we're back in it for Have a while there. What? Have you recovered? We were both a little... Uh... We got teary-eyed, guys. We, it was actually a hilarious moment. So, in this last episode... We watched together. We watched together the last episode. And during the time where Michael was confessing to Katie about his uh, ex-wife's death... I tear up a little bit and I wipe my eye, but I kind of make it look like I'm just itching my eye. And then I look, we kind of like for a second, we kind of look over at each other and he's wiping, he's, he's like itching his eye 
and he goes you turn up over there and i without even the ability to kind of like just i just yeah and he goes me too but we were both kind of planted off like we were like itchy eyed like it's just like oh the allergies are bad really bad tonight <laughs> we both got totally caught off guard by how intense of a moment that oh was oh my gosh we thought we were we thought we were braced for it when he tells it to the guys yeah because well yeah it's also yeah we've already heard it so it's so like you're like how bad it. could it be and then you're like oh my god the weight of it in yeah. the moment was very heavy um okay but that's not where we start because <gasps> we do episodes every two weeks we are now here going back in time going back in time so mm. we're gonna kind of do some you know chronological stuff but you know like in normal chatty bros fashion it will be messy it will be everywhere it will not be super chronological it will be our like our personalities well one of the nice things i like about this too is we can just break down that last week's episode into like what the big play-by-plays were and how those things carried over into this episode Mm. so the first thing is sex theater yeah you know first off we've kind of i feel like the the bachelorette like writers are getting a little lazy because it's kind of like, okay, we're doing this thing again. Like, it's kind of the, the theater thing about sex again. Like, didn't we just do this? Literally. Like, literally just did it. They just recycling it. Yeah. And the other one is, I feel like, is Katie one, is there just one note that makes Katie exceptional as, like, The Bachelor? Yeah, it's just a little bit. Which is that she's, it, like, sex positive. Right. That's, that's pretty much, like, we know Katie misses her dad. Right. And that she's very sexual she's very sexually positive and this is literally what we have to go on other than like i guess her behavior in the previous seasons where you know she was kind of a house referee right right and i just feel like calls him how she sees him yeah and it's just it's it's typical like bachelor bachelorette fashion writing style to just like take one little thing about you and make it the thing the thing Defined, and i felt that way with uh with the virgin yeah you know what i mean it was a little bit like here's something unique about this guy uh that he's older and he's a virgin but he's this handsome successful guy and instead of making it like it just it's become so clear that like that's 80 percent of the reason why he's on the show we're like oh there's a there's a weird thing let's use that and, and make that his entire arc and that it seems counterintuitive to what we think about him because we see him as like handsome successful charming yes all these things and you're like oh he would never that guy would never be a virgin yes because he looks like he probably gets with a lot of women or whatever and so then lo and behold he's on the date the sex theater date this honestly though this was another one i was uh man I'm spacing on his name. Uh, I'm like, why am I spacing on his name so bad? But I was watching this with Beckett and we were getting like super mad at this one of like, dude, like what dicks like this guy's going to get eaten alive on this show. And then I loved the turnaround. I really did. I loved the turnaround on that. But he just comes out and he handled it so well. Because before we get into what he, what he did, Let's talk about how like the how intense the buildup was. Oh yeah, because so so he sees this coming, Mike. Mike sees this coming, and and he's starting to sweat because it's right away, right? It's right away. They don't even like warm up to this thing where it's like, like you know two or three weeks in. It's like right away they're like sex theater, and he is immediately having an anxiety attack. 
he's like, I thought I was going to have a lot of time to be able to build up to this. I, I, I really felt compassionate for him when he was saying that he thought it was going to be more of an intimate moment where he would be able to talk to Katie about it yeah. and have it be something about the two of them and their relationship. Yeah. And not like him in contrast to half of the, well, actually all of the guys show up because they're all there to watch it. Right. It was a little, man, I felt bad for the guy. So at first when the whole virgin thing came out, I'll be honest with you. I was a little bit like, dude, why are you here? Like, this is a weird show. We talked about this kind of during the cast break. That's like, you know, there's going to be fantasy suites. You know that this thing's high. You yeah, know like, that what she you? talks about sex positivity, all this stuff. I'm thinking like, it's kind of a weird show to join. If you're a virgin and then you're like, and then it would also like the amount of intensity and like the fact that he was like sobbing so much and it was like, it was so much, it was so much more of a deal than like, oh, you know what? I just want to save myself for my marriage. It was like sobbing every 10 seconds. And I was like, dude, this dude is like balled up about this. And I just thought a little bit like, man, they're putting a lot of pressure on this guy to handle this and it was not going great in my opinion when it came to the build-up i just thought like this is not looking good like this guy's crying well, non-stop like what is going to happen with this guy because they make it look like he's about to get utterly humiliated yeah it was like really in- i was like i'm scared which you know what i really like the spin on it was is mm. they made us feel that way because that's how this stuff has been taken in the past yeah or it's sort of like I'm thinking about this now becoming more aware of like the way we think about that of that. It is humiliating to be a virgin. Yeah. At those older things of like, that's why we're looking at it in that way. And he utterly owned our asses. That's what was so cool about it. So the buildup was like, this is embarrassing. He's being humiliated. She's sex positive. The guys have hooked up with a lot of women. Like there's the sense that everyone's comfortable with all this. Totally. And they're like anxiety attacking in the back. They know their way around the bedroom. They know what makes a woman happy. They know what like, you know, they know what a woman wants in sex. And he even said like when they were, when they were talking, when it was like the whole thing was starting and, uh, you know, they'll walk in. He even goes, yeah. And like, there's a bed with a bunch of sex stuff on it. And I was like, that's like, that's like the way that he described like sex toys was like, very innocent and i was like oh bro this is gonna go so bad but then what do we see that all these guys who are touting their like you know yep their 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 confidence it was like a cringe fest it was horrible yeah horrible to watch they're going like what was it i did like connor's though the song was good the song was good the song was great it was it was just enough. Just enough. He made it funny. He made, he made it quirky. He made it kind of dumb. And then he, he was fiddled, done. That he twiddles the keys. It wasn't too that, dirty. You know? no, 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 no. It was right there. He towed the line very well. Who was it? Someone came out and was like aggressively humping stuff. Yes. That was strange. That was strange. Okay, broads. We are here to interrupt the bros to send you some important messages. <laughs> so we have talked about how we never liked to show up early for things. We don't want to put out our host. It's very important to us. But in LA, I don't want to be late for meetings, so Lord knows I always arrive early and wait in my car. But then your girl is bored. Mm. Well, I found my new secret weapon, the easiest way to pass the time, and that's with Best Fiends. Best Fiends is the digital puzzle game that keeps your brain engaged while also passing the time. I know we're all prone to scrolling social media whenever there's a free moment, but even that gets old and Best Fiends has thousands of fun levels to work your way through and add more e- and they add more each week, so no matter how little or how often you play, 
there's always something new to discover. And like I've said before, the thing I like about having a game on my phone is instead of it adding more screen time, it takes away from my social media time, which is just way better for my mental and emotional well-being. Girl, facts on facts. Uh, I think that's what I love the most about Best Fiends over other games. With other games, I feel like it's it is such a time commitment too, and you have to be super invested to get good or know what's going on. With Best Fiends, it's designed to be fun no matter how much time you have. Uh, there could be hours on a road trip or four minutes waiting for your appointment at the bank. If you're looking for a fun way to pass the time, avoid some social media mm-hmm. time. Download Best Fiends. Uh, just don't blame us if you end up becoming obsessed. Download the five-star rated puzzle game Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friend with friends without the R, Best Fiends. So, Broads, uh, periods are not the most pleasant experience on the planet. I get that they mean that our bodies are at work. And yes, that is amazing. But I don't think anyone loves bleeding for a week, plus all of the other lovely things that come along with your period, not the most fun. Um, And on top of all that, our options for period care are just downright horrendous in the past. You've got pretty much two options, neither of which are great for everything, could potentially be dangerous or aren't good for the planet. Oh my gosh, yeah, literally life-threatening. Yeah, for real. And they're not good for the planet either. So take your pick, I guess. Uh, Or don't. Because FlexFit is here to revolutionize period care. And I got to say, they're doing a pretty good job at that. Uh, FlexFit has two options. The first is the Flex Cup, which I absolutely love. I've been a big fan of cups for a very long time. It's very easy to use. I, this is the one that I tell all my friends to start um, to try out the first time because cups can be a little bit intimidating especially if you've been used to tampons your whole life. But nothing to worry about with the Flex Cup. It's super soft. It's completely safe. There's no waste. And if you're new to cups, uh, FlexFit's experts provide tons of videos and diagrams to help walk you through how to use your Flex Cup. Once you do it the first time, I promise you won't ever go back to your old products. Also, like the learning curve, your first period, you might with it, you might be struggling to figure it out, but you're going to get the hang of it. And after it, I swear you will never go back. It's been, it's life changing for me. I've been using it been using a cup since seven years now and I, I seriously will never go back the first cup I actually ever used was flex cup and I went on their uh, website and used the video and it fully helped me it took out like away any of the intimidation nice. it was amazing um the other option which I love as well is the flex disc um it's not a cup and it's definitely not a tampon honestly it's not really like anything I've ever seen before it basically has this moldable ring around a soft plastic cup area and it's amazing it uses 60% less waste than tampons it lasts for 12 hours and it's that only product that lets you have mess-free period sex. yeah it's pretty awesome it's incredible Pen- mess-free penetration mm-hmm. <laughs> during your period uh, go to flexfits.com slash chatty use code chatty for 20% off flex disc starter kits or 10% off your first flex cup plus free us shipping that's code chatty at flexfits.com slash chatty okay well let's first talk about uh okay yeah i don't let's talk it. about his so let's talk about mike's mike because i thought it like you said like i was sweating bullets i was like you he was sweating bullets he was sitting there just like red-eyed like i don't know what to do when he gets up there and he just kind of reads this letter. At and first it, I thought it was going to be a poem and then I was confused. Oh, I was why it freaking wasn't out too. I was like, here we, yeah, right. He started off like <laughs> it was like, going to be a poem. And I was like, what the fuck does this like, Where's the rhyme, bro? What's going on here? And it was just this honest take on, Hey, this is what is important to me. This is what I'm trying to do. No. And the another thing I like about him, no judgment. He's not like judgmental. He's not weird about it. He's just super like, this is what's important to me. This is what I'm trying to do. And, 
I want to love my partner and this is how I want to do it. And, um, I respect you and I, I like you a lot. And it was like, whoa, like he just disarmed all the anxiety so fast. He also said keywords right there, which this is to any guy listening with their partner. He goes, I want you to feel safe and comfortable. That's key. Mm -hmm. Those are probably the two biggest keys right there. If you're, if you're going to do anything sexual with anybody is to make them feel safe and comfortable. And I just, I just felt like I don't like he disarmed it so well. It was incredible. Look at us right now. We're literally even having a hard time just talking about, we're just sort of like, yeah, that's it. He laid it. That's a mic drop. I right thought it was going to be cringe. I thought we were gonna, I thought we were gonna, like he was going to get roasted. I thought no. it was going to be all the guys were going to start talking shit. Like it, to the point where all the good all the guys stood up and like they like clapped. They're like, dude, that's awesome. I just felt like clapping right then, right then and there. So let's go the opposite. Yeah. Who do, you th- opposite. who do you think did the worst one? Carl. I mean, with without a doubt, he brought up a life size statue of her. And was taking bananas and rubbing it. Rubbing it all over her face? On her face and body. It was creepy. It was... And like felt very like unrehearsed too. It just felt like a... You know, it's like when someone drunk goes up and does karaoke and you're just like, whoa, that was the vibe of that. He just kind of walks up and he's just like, I'm going to wing this and it's going to be great. But it was brutal. Carl just as a person, his entire presence on this show is sort of like, I'm constantly like speechless. Yeah. Loved it. <laughs> loved how much I hated it. But the, So I, I hated it, but here's what I loved about it. Okay, go. I loved how much it got under Justin's skin. Oh, yeah. Because I, I just love when someone who's so crazy and, you know, seemingly you just wouldn't even give time a day gets under your under someone's skin who seemingly is super put together like justin's like cool guy art guy chilling like nothing gets under his skin he's on a, and then you just saw him like talking shit from the crowd rolling Every his eyes get off the stage whatever like he was grinding and he's like he's like who wants it carl's up there he's like tell me who wants it and he's like no one in this room carl like the, yeah constant, and it's like everyone can hear him like chill you're making yourself look bad. Let Carl roast himself. Totally. Justin, be cool, man, because the more that you talk, because she even at one point defended Carl. She was kind of, guys, they're roasting you. Just keep going, Carl. And I was like, Justin, dude, like, you you're not letting him, You got to chill out. Yeah. Which is classic bachelor, bachelorette problematic. I mean, people this, get so wrapped up in everybody else's stuff. Not to jump way too far ahead, mm-hmm. but that was what I saw happening on Aaron's face when Thomas comes out to interrupt him mm-hmm. is he's thomas has his smile his botox smile yeah (laughs) and then katie is sitting there smiling with like this situation so weird and aaron's just like i'm confused because he doesn't know if he should defend his time yeah he doesn't know if he should be aggressive because in that way a lot of the times being super aggressive and like overly masculine is very off-putting in those situations and it could be like take the high road, you know, and walk out of this. But at the same time, he's giving up his time for Katie to get to know anything other than his issues with, um, what's his face who he got kicked off the show. Oh yeah. And he really needs to clear up that time with her. There's nothing better than watching someone who doesn't have self-control talk. Oh yeah. It's the best. Cause, cause, okay. So 
we watched the sex thing go down and I just thought, yeah, it was great because I thought that I thought it was going to be, I thought Connor was going to win it just because he did a fun, quirky song. I thought Carl was going to be the obvious loser because his was the most cringy. But it was so clear that Mike, the guy who doesn't know anything about sex, was the winner because it was like he did it so well. And I was like, that's awesome. Like, I felt like he, he, I just really liked the guy. I do too. I really like the guy. Even the fact that the show's making him all about being a virgin, even though the kind of all tides are against him, he still is just kind of consistently being a really great guy. Absolutely. I mean, when we see jumping up into the next episode, when we see um, him talking with Michael, uh, they're on yeah. the workout mat. It's him and who is it? It's Michael and someone else. Anyway, they were on the workout area. Then none of them looked like they were working out. But <laughs> no sweat beads. Mike just seemed like he had like he he was giving all his attention to mm. him, and he was totally there. Knew how to listen to him, like knew how to be a friend to this guy. Yeah. And I was looking at that, and I was like, oh, I bet he's such a good friend. Yeah. He's a good guy. He, to he's be a around. good dude. He's not like constantly spouting in his opinions about the situation. He's just sitting no. there going, "Totally, man. I'm so sorry that happened to you." Absolutely. Good guy. If you want to talk more about it, we're right here. Not electric, not a passionate fellow. No. But a good guy. Absolutely. You know, a guy you end up with after a lot of like fun. You know, you're like, you know, this guy, this guy will never mess with me. He's going to always he be solid. He seems really level-headed too. Really level-headed, but not the guy that goes, let's go skydiving to get it today. No. He's the guy that goes, let's go apple picking. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard there's a great orchard, you know, and actually, babe, on the way, there's a field of flowers you can take some pictures in for your We Instagram. can take some pictures in there. And then look for me and you on the way back when we're all done, when they've had their time great beef jerky spot we should stop out at it's amazing i know you love that rustic stuff it's fun yeah, it's good it's a good time Trust and, I got, and i got a reservation at uh, california pizza kitchen they have unbelievable you're like all right dude you know never been the biggest fan of california pizza kitchen <laughs> but because i'm a fan of yours let's do it it's gonna be the he's best cpk event ever he's kind of like a human like strip mall you know we he's, used just, to he's dine just safe in, we used to dine and ditch at california pizza kitchen classic the cpk dine and ditch love that you abbreviate the whole thing, the CPK D&D right there. <laughs> we had it worked out. Someone has to go down, get the car from the parking garage, just run that bill up. I'd be like, oh, can we get a refill on the uh, on the drinks? Would you at least tip the server? Yeah, we'd leave a few bucks. You leave, the, okay, as long as you take care of the server. Tip, though. High school tip. That's shitty, dude. I'm, judge, I'm, ju- I'm judging you. <laughs> well, look, I used back. to work in restaurants when I was a teenager. That happened to me a couple of times. I had vowed to myself. Those people are bad. Okay. Well, I, had, I do it, not forgive this. I didn't work in restaurants. If you would confess this later. in the Nick circle, we would have broken out. What's would have been the a Nick problem. circle? The circle later on in the episode two. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. The Nick circle. Really? Um, if it didn't happen to me, I didn't work in restaurants till after all that. I thought I was just having fun. I thought I was having a good time. Hey man, that was me. Okay, you hurt me. That was me. You ran. Would your from. boss yell at you in those situations? No, but I lose out on the money if you give me a little shitty high school tip. You know, it's like, hey, man. But the restaurant doesn't like, the restaurant doesn't take it out of your pay. No. And you still get to keep the tip. You know what? And I will say this. If you were to run from a restaurant, a national chain's the one to do it because it's like, they don't need the fucking money. No, and they don't care. Right. Okay. All right. You're back in. I'm not at some mom and pop <laughs> spot. I'm not here at the, I'm at, I might as well have been at Cheesecake Factory. Another absolute high school bomb. I've like never been there. Oh, but dude, it was like, once a week my big one was soup plantation see i i tried it once it wasn't a hit it's for, me. for old people yeah but we very... used to be able to sneak into soup plantation and once you're in you're in dude no one's asking questions once you're in the restaurant 
What do you mean sneak in? You still got to buy shit? They had this weird like side entrance where it was just an automatic, it was their handicap entrance for old people, but it literally let you in on the other side of the register. So you just walked in. We started just, stealing shit? You just walked in. You just walk up with a plate. Did you just go oh, because a soup plantation is a, is a, is a buffet? buffet style. Oh. So you just walk in. You just, you, the only thing you miss out on is the salad bar. Okay. Well, listen, they got the mac and I'm cheese. I'm confused though. They got the hot fudge sundae stand. They got all the pizza. They got all the, all the, all the stuff. I mean, really, those are the things I cared about. Right. That's true. Just desserts. And macaroni and cheese and pizza. There's six kids over there. No parents in sight, and they have four pieces of cake on there. We should check this out. Should Someone should ask a question. Four pieces of cake, dude. We got big old heaping bowls of ice cream. Oh my god! Tons of macaroni and cheese. Someone in the DMs make me feel better about this for myself. Someone talk talk to me about <laughs> the dumb shitty shit he's, you did. He's when feeling you were like in high a criminal, school. right? He's feeling I'm, like a bad boy. I'm feeling like a criminal. I'm feeling. I used to steal Playboys. I'm feeling judged. Yeah, when I was like fourth wow. fifth grade i used to steal food you're over here just cereal i, I was hardcore it. yeah hard. hard you were hard i was hard <laughs> that's for sure you were hard trying to rub one out somewhere dude i remember the first i, and I didn't happen like once or twice i stole a playboy from um uh like a convenience store some drug store or something because i remember we were trying to like we were like looking at magazines like uh like skateboard magazines mm -hmm. and then we saw the one with the naked girl on it yeah. And you try to look at it, but you can't look at it because it's got... Blacked it's out. No, it's in plastic. Would they black out the plastic so that you could only see like sure. up to the top? Like the, you like can see head. her face and then you just see the title. And you're just like, what is that about? Got to know what that's about. And then I opened it up. It was the first time I'd ever seen like a naked woman's body before. And I was like, what is all that stuff? Like I didn't, I didn't even know what I was looking at. Right. I was confused. You knew you liked it though. I was aroused and confused. See, that's an interesting. Th Imagine if we did that to 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 like kids at twelve, We're like they never seen naked anything, yeah. and you just start holding up pictures of just naked bodies of all different sorts. Just be like, I don't even know what's going on, but I want more of that. Isn't that weird? Why do you even? Why do you know you like it? I have no idea. Isn't that weird? Your body knows. Like I like that thing it's I've never very seen strange. before. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. So back to the episode. Yeah. Back into it. <sighs> One thing you can say about Katie. Mm-hmm. Of all the good things you can say about Katie, of all the bad things you wanted to say about Katie, I don't think there is any. I don't really have any bad things to say about Katie. I know, I can't think Katie. of any bad things. Other but, than her heart's too big. Yeah, exactly. She is amazing. But one thing you can say about her is that girl loves a makeout. Loves it. I mean, and when she makes out with you, oh, you're getting. You th I think you think you're in love. Probably. Because she makes out with you like you're on your honeymoon. Like it's, it is extremely passionate passionate it seems like something you've both been looking forward to but like she it's that it's that it's like she makes out with you like we haven't been able to make out in months mm -hmm. and we're finally doing it i think she's also really into i don't know how to she really rewards wanting to make out with her too yes like, because even the guys who i think ruin it well, it's interesting. So we had a conversation about this because I was like, I hate when guys are like, can I kiss you? Mm. Because it's so pushy to me. You were saying that it's a sign of consent. Well, it's tough because it's like when Michael does it, it's like this thing of like, wow, he's really respectful and he's kind of asking the question. Mm -hmm. So there is like a really good way of, you know, doing that. When Connor does it, it feels like he's begging. Does Connor ask? Yeah. And he's like, 
can I kiss you right now? And she's like, yeah. And then he's super aggressive about and he's it. He's super like, oh, like it's very erotic almost. It's yeah. a little like, whoa, dude. I don't you're, like his vibe. His vibe is wild with the makeouts. But, and then Michael, I think, I do think, I think that Connor has the most like wild makeout. Thomas had the most like sexy makeout. He like mm-hmm. pulled her up on his, on his leg. Like it, it was yep. very sexy. Yep. Yeah. Big time. Um, so, so that was just after you know, the, the, uh, sex theater, they had like the one-on-ones at night and they, they were that, you know, Connor had a good conversation with her and she, I will say this about the girl now that I'm seeing it, she has range. Like she'll sit there with Connor. Who's like very not alpha male guy. He's just kind of sweet math teacher guy. Mm-hmm. And he gets her to like really engage and they have a hot makeout sesh. And then the next guy's Thomas, who's like Mr. Soap actor, like handsome oh, alpha yeah. male looking dude. And then they have connections. So she definitely, you don't really know exactly. Like I always think I do. I'm like, oh, she's kind of into the more like nerdy guy. Like, and then all of a sudden she'll flip right over to like the suit. I was like, I can't really pin exactly know, what the vibe is. So I think he's like, we were saying that Thomas is soap opera hot. Yeah. Or like newscaster hot. Yeah. He's TV hot yeah yeah you're totally daytime tv hot like early 2000s er he's got like the shiny botox he, forehead you know he, he looks like he's just like hospital hello show he totally would kill he's it. your doctor on the hospital show 100 like he he he's that guy yeah he's that guy 100 you can't really he doesn't have like a big trusting vibe going on he has that like very like hello and back to the news you know no and the way he smiled through that whole uh, i don't want to jump yeah. to ahead we'll get into it so so then we go from that and we get into Carl. 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 I mean, here's the thing I'm going to say about Carl. Carl. We're getting into like the Carl drop, right? The Carl drop. Yeah. So these are the big events. Well, also we have Greg's whole fucking deal. Well, okay. Well, Carl is just... We let's, just okay, go no, Carl? actually, let's, let's wait on Carl because okay. Carl's after all that. Yeah. Carl, though, is starting to kind of just say a lot of things like, I'm the man and I'm going to get the rose tonight. And it's just like, dude, you haven't done anything for the rose. Like, what are you talking? He's so, we, I just love a super unself aware guy who's but, just so out to lunch where you're like, dude, are you even here right now? Like, what are you talking about? He's getting high on his own supply. I love it. And he's trying to hype himself up into being like, you're not going to get the rose if you don't think you're going to get the rose. Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. You got to convince yourself that you're getting in there and you're walking out with the rose with the girl at the end. You need to visualize the goal and see yourself achieving it. On three, I want to hear you say rose. 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 <laughs> and you see him in there. He's like, you got to get in there and shadow box your enemies. Just yeah. practice it with me right now. Just pop, pop, boom. That's out. All the competition. KO'd. What's this one? negativity what's this one competition negativity competition rose on three rose like it's that shit it's like very like it's 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 motivational speaker shit everything feels like he's like about to turn to the camera go and that is all in my new book Mm -hmm. um so then we go on the greg date great date Um, dude greg gave a great date greg's got it in the bag there's it's his to lose. Literally no competition here. No matter what kind of step forward we see Katie make with another guy, it pales in comparison to the mile that Greg has on them. He has lapped them all four times. He's he's ran the full mile before they even started. The word I would use to describe Greg is effortless. But a lot of people think he's trying harder than anyone sure. else on the show. And that's Whatever. the thing about well, him. We've seen so far smooth operator it's not even about i don't even care about the opinion of whether you trust him or not one thing you do know is he is 
killing it. Absolutely. Like he's effortless. What he, do you get? he doesn't really care. And you could tell that kind of drives her a little cray, a little wild because she's kind of like, she's kind of treating him the whole time. She's like, she, he's put her in the position to kind of win him over, which is like, once you have someone in that position, it's like over because so he got, all the other guys are like, I'm going to guard your heart and you're my girl. Right. And he's just going like, yeah, I'm having a good time. And all of a sudden she's got, going, oh, are you, uh, you know, first impression in the back first date in the back in the back on the date my man not only shares the share not only shares the tr- the, the trauma oh that was the that was the pin of all pins they sit there holding each other through their shared experience and he doesn't push it into a sexy makeout nope he does a comfort hug a comfort a mutually comforting hug for each other it was, and even though the whole day, mm-hmm. chill, mm-hmm. kind of was, he had the, he had the moment of, I don't really know how to set up a tent. Oh my Being God. funny. She had to help him. So there's already a help there. So I was kind of pissed about that because, oh my gosh, there's so many things. Okay. First off in the, so step away from just Greg's and, and, and perfect, perfect uh, date. Okay. Katie's truck. Sick. What the fuck is up with the seats? I was so mad about oh, the pink? seats. That truck should have a bench. That truck should have oh, a bench. Oh, did it bench. have like they captain's chairs? They both had chairs? captain's chairs. Oh, that's a bad... They, they like swapped with it out. Armrest with Yeah, they completely swapped also, it out. It was like a windows. West Coast Choppers like style. Dude, the thing had like Wind- pink windows neon like, with rims. It was very weird. It was rims and the thin, little thin road tires. And it's they're going like on all, the dirt the road. The only thing they could get in the there area. There were so many things that upset me about what okay. was going on. If city truck, cool, I guess, kind of. I want a bench. I do want a Classic bench truck. Classic Western. They missed the opportunity to sit and saddle up next to each other. Think about Katie drives to that to that spot they were at. Based on the connection they made there, Greg should be driving back and she should be snuggled up right up against mm-hmm. him, sharing a blanket, mm. arm over, maybe a little hot cocoa mm. in the seat. I like that. You know what I'm talking about? The, well, the dates are getting cheap. I mean... Dates are getting cheap. It, we I, I, we saw it back when the COVID one hit. Mm-hmm. when they were doing the one uh, during COVID. It was like these dates were like $10 dates. Well, they have Chris Harrison was part of the date. They'd just be like, hey, here, sit in the field and yeah. talk. Here's the blanket. We threw it out I there. Remember the you. other one was like, yo, um, here's a little fireplace uh, and, just kinda, board. and just fucking sit there and eat some cheese. It's these like, guys didn't even what? get... I haven't seen one charcuterie board. They didn't even get that. They got a tent and a bucket mm-hmm. and kind of a weak river. It wasn't even like a nice setup. It kind of just looked like a random runoff. Yeah. So, but the date itself, I just thought like he had vulnerable moments. He had moments where he was cool. He never was, oh, he never was like super physical with her. So he never was like this kind of, he never had this desperateness of like, can I make out with you? Like, it was always just chill. No. And he is very like nerdy mixed with like player. It was like the perfect mix. So where he felt like he wasn't in, like intimidating to her, but at the same time felt confident. Mm-hmm. No matter how you feel about Greg, the dude knows how to do it he's like, got game the thing that upset me what really upset me was they were supposed to be going fishing i didn't see them didn't fish see one time at all not one time which is another thing you know you're having a good date when you don't even get to do the thing you were doing because you're just having no, so much fun no, together no, no exactly he killed it yeah and then like you it. said at the end of the whole night the shared experience of the of the father's deaths oh my gosh it's not like it's not like her father passed away and he lost his even brother yeah. They both both lost their fathers? Like, bro. Now, you know who Talk actually is just, a 
bonding there. Who's who would you put after this next episode as the runner up from Greg? I wanna say Connor. Really? Yeah, because it just felt like they've had the most vulnerable moments and just uh, that's kind of he's been the most open with her i just felt like he's been the most kind of like vulnerable with her like that's if i could put my money on it i would say like right now those are the two front runners See, michael's michael's my number two i think connor lost oh, okay. it in during the therapy session which we can get into mm, we'll get into that but i was too. just curious i wanted to see if we were aligned mentally. i would say, i would say it's close between all those but i would say that like i felt like realistically she feels the most comfortable you know other than him um, okay, let's get into the mud wrestler situation. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yes, Becca was showing me Brokeback Mountain vibes. Okay, the memes that some girl was sending. Oh yeah, I was killed. That killed me. What I love about these type of events are whenever there's these in these bachelor bachelorette uh, episodes. Whenever there's a physical event, whether it be the rugby or the whatever. The dudes, I just love the guys that like think that if they win the game, that the girl will be most into them. Yeah. Like it's such a meathead way to go about it that it's like the guy that goes, if I beat him up, I'll, it'll be good. And then she'll love me because I'll be the Prince Charming. It's like, have you not learned anything? The women do not care if no. you're like the buffest guy there. No, like, there's really only one fight that matters. Only one. You're talking about Cody and Aaron. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. We also got to see, we also got to find out what the beef was. Yeah. Which was really great because we, we both had our thoughts about it. Yeah. You turned out to be correct. Yeah. I turned out to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. So they know each other. They know each other and they have beef. And we still never San really got the Diego. truth. We never got the actual truth. It was just kind of, it was just kind of about this guy being sketchy or whatever. Well, but. basically we got, the truth of that Cody is an untrustworthy sort of like he seems to be out for himself. Yeah. He seems to be using the show maybe for, you know, gain. He whatever. absolutely seemed to be using the show for, I don't know what the gain is for Cody. Probably just, you know, Instagram followers or whatever, or, or more women to hit him up on Instagram or I whatever. Guess. I'm guessing. But the, the, the fight goes down. It's intense. Like they're going hard. And it I do, also I do seemed love like that they too. kept making them fight. Yeah, because every other guy did it once or twice. They did it like six times. At least that's what we see. You know, it's tough to make the like sense of like what was the time lapse in that. Yeah. Because everyone could have had like, you know, best of however many rounds. But Cody was getting his fucking ass whooped. Aaron is humongous. Yeah, he's big. He's really big. And he's like big jock guy. Huge lats. I and mean, it's like Johnny Bravo body over yeah, here. Yeah, he really did wide. Yeah, he's like all shoulders. It comes down to the... He's a tiny right. waist, though. Yeah. I noticed that. I was like, it's kind of strange. Because <laughs> he's that, like... It just comes down. Real tight. Yeah, no Real junk in the trunk. V. He just comes down. No yeah. junk. All up top. Yeah. Um, So they go at it. Aaron then has his little date with her. He then kind of is honest with Katie about the drama. Now, I will say this. I, this is kind of where I started really liking Aaron. More so was because he didn't, like, go off on him. No. Like that was a moment to be a douchebag and be like, that guy's a piece of shit and he's a womanizer and you can't trust him. And you can I trust feel... me though. Like he just was like, honestly, you know, he's just not a great guy. We don't really like each other. All I'm going to say is that he's just not here. Doesn't, doesn't seem to be here for the right reasons. I and haven't, she you pressed know, him further and, and he's he just like, was okay, kind of like, like we, yeah, we know certain people. I really don't like how he behaved in those circles, but it was never like, yo, he was a, Here's a specific example right. of like some douchebag shit Cody did and this is why I hate him. He kept it real chill. 
Yeah. And I think that's why she trusted him. I feel really bad for Aaron's attempts to make progress with Katie. They're always clouded with something I else. I think they really are. They, I mean, they honestly have been. And like, yeah, I, I feel like he's, I feel like he's getting the short end of a lot of sticks. Yeah. And then, and then when, but you got to love Cody because she then goes to Cody and goes like, why did you do that? And he's like, did what? He's like, well, you know, I've been hearing things about you. And he goes, I mean, I'd love to clear it up or whatever, you know? And then she's like, this is a weird answer. She's like, if someone said this about me, I'd be freaking out. And he's like, oh, well, I mean, sorry about that. And then when she cut him, and then when she cut him, he's like, okay, I understand. Like, what? Everything Aaron said was true. (laughs) I just felt like if I was being accused of something that was wrong, I'd be like, what are you talking about? I'd be like pissed at Aaron. Like He was just like, he even said to Aaron in a weird way, he was like, Hey, dude, why'd you even have to bring it up? Like, she wouldn't even have known if you that, wouldn't have said anything. Like, that's such you a for fucking that weird up. thing to say. That was the strangest thing to me to be like, dude, if you hadn't have said anything, she would have never known. That's like saying, dude, I know I cheated on my girlfriend, but if you wouldn't have brought it up at the party, she would have never known. And then it would have been like I never cheated on her. Yeah, like, if the only reason why she's pissed at me is because you told her. It's a str- like, yeah. He was so guilty. It was obvious. What I felt like was going to happen probably was like a bunch of shit was going to come out on Instagram and they were going to find later that like he had posted a bunch of shit before the uh, before the the you know the airing that just said like about to go on and we get a bunch of followers like he, whatever you know you probably had a bunch of that stuff go on. He probably had the realization where he was like it's better to just walk out of this thing. Yeah. All right, broads. One more quick pause from the bros. Uh, do you all remember in school when you had to create a presentation for the class on like the greatest invention of the 19th century or climate in California or whatever it was? That was my own personal hell. I could write the report easily, but designing a compelling presentation with graphics or videos forget about it. And to this day, that is something I'm just not good at, especially now with social media, which is why I always get help. Work smarter, not harder broads. With Canva, the easy to use design platform, you'll have access to everything you need to design like a pro. Okay, seriously, you guys. guys, Canva has templates and design help for everything. If you work in a corporate office and you need help designing a deck, they've got you. If you're a small business and want to generate some social content, no problem. If you need some fresh marketing materials easy with canva it's super simple to dive right in and the amount of time you'll save by not having to learn design programs from scratch priceless Mm -hmm. canva includes a collection of over 75 million premium photos videos audio and graphics and if you have a canva pro subscription you'll get even more time-saving tools that speed up the whole creative process they are honestly there are honestly so many ways to utilize canva for your specific needs uh stop wasting your time uh, trying to do everything yourself let canva help i cannot tell you how many times I have used Canva and it has saved me when I have been stuck for hours trying to work on something. I go, oh my God, I go on Canva, bada boom, bada bang, done, easy. Design like a pro with Canva Pro. Right now you can get a free 45 day extended trial when you use our promo code. Just go to canva.me slash chatty to get your free 45 day extended trial. That's Canva, C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash chatty. Canva.me slash chatty. So then we get to Carl blooming into a beautiful, gorgeous villain. Well, so this is also, yeah. So Katie clears the house. She, yeah. And that's like this sort of like this amazing intimate moment with everybody. Mm-hmm. They're all sitting there. There's a lot of camaraderie there too, because they feel like the room was cleared. Everyone's on a really good space. Everyone's feeling really good about each other. The only negative vibe was gone. 
Carl just gives us like, what was it? One of the guys goes, and then Carl just, <laughs> and then Carl decided to ruin the night. So sensitive. <laughs> I love thinking about it. Such a love- <laughs> sensitive like response. <coughs> Excuse me. My goodness. I just love thinking about villains in this way. Yeah. We're like, imagine we're all sitting here with a bunch of boys and we're just like sitting and having a really good time. And then so, like, I just started to think to myself, like, damn, everything's going so smooth. All right, I'm just, yep, I'm going to fuck all this up right yeah. now. Uh, Evan, didn't you cheat on Jessica? Like, what? what? And then yeah. he decided to ruin no, the No, that's night. what you told me. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I you saw you. That. I saw you with that girl. I'm not Hold saying, no, I'm no, just, no, I'll I saw I'll be right you. back. I'm going to be, I, actually, it's really rude of me, but I have to pee right now. But I'm going to be right back. We could talk more about that. You guys okay with that? And everybody's like, what? And then you go tell Jess. Yeah. Like, it oh, was... No, if, 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 if Jess was in the room and I just dropped right, that and right. then leave. And then he goes, this is too much. And he leaves. Yeah. Uh, this is all just He's practicing uh, shadow box. You got to love that too. I just love that. I just love that idea of like the decision. He's to an just evil genius. Fuck it all up. Yeah. Hmm, I'm going to get it. And I just, I do love that What did he, he say too? Well, he's like, he's doing this whole thing where he's like, uh, you know, guys, I'm not trying to start anything. And everyone's like, you just did. <laughs> you went and told her. You can't trust these guys, by the way. And Carl's just so serious. He's like, I'm just saying, I'm not 100% convinced that 100% of the people are here are, are here for 100% of the right reasons. He, and here's, I'm going to say this about it. I'm devastated about it because I was really excited to have a good villain. Oh my God. I was ready and we got him and he was there and he was gone. But and I was not- like, why did you get rid of him? Like, obviously it's good that she got rid of him. But I was like devastated. I'm like, I need some more of this because him being in the house <laughs> will cause so many problems. <laughs> and, and just people will lose. He's in the corner just like. <laughs> he's, he's like shadow boxing going like, if someone comes through that door, I'm ready for him. Like it was literally, that was his mindset. It was like, I'm ready for the moment when they come through that door. For him not to have the gravity of the situation, like I'm probably going to leave. This is actually really dramatic. People are actually mad at me. He looked at it like, just another challenge, baby. And you can find he it in my new book. He held the room <sighs> down though. He never backed down. Never backed down. He's like, look, you guys seem to be, he goes, I don't know who it is. It's not me. He goes, honestly, he goes, you're really loud. What do you got going on? Yeah. He keeps I turning it, it around on everybody. He's like, look, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. Which we find out he is not actually wrong. That was so wild. But of course he's not wrong. It's The Bachelor. So we No one's there for the right reasons. There's so much truth in that statement. But what I love about Carl, you know, Carl's just saying all this crazy shit. And then she's going like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm not saying anything, but I'm saying everything kind of thing. The guys are getting pissed at him. They're all pissed. And then he gets let go. And then we're all like, I'm devastated just, just for the pure f- sake of like the amount of feathers he would ruffle, like ruffle is just endless. Oh, so yeah. I just like at least two, three more weeks, let this guy just, cause what he would do is what I love about villains in the franchise is that the villains expose others. And mm-hmm. that's what the villains are obviously the bad, per, bad people. But what villains do is they show the character of the others who are acting perfect. Yes. They, they boil the blood. They, they rile up the people's true intentions they and they're true. They reveal in them. They are the, you know, the truth serum. Cheers. Cheers to, to the villains because they expose the other bad people. The people who are the, the, the wolves in sheep's clothing. Because then they start going... You're right. And then, or they, the people who hate the villain then boils up and becomes this aggro rageaholic. Mm. And you're like, there you go. You just expose another one. If you get rid of the villain, 
the wolf can stay in the sheep's clothing. Now, what Carl didn't expect is that my man, Archangel Mike, was in the room during the rose ceremony. Yeah. And he pulled, he literally pulled out that, that ace from his back pocket. Dude. Which is, we agreed to, like, you can't, you can trust him mm-hmm. because he hasn't been corrupted by sex to lie for sex yet. Yeah. So he's a hundred percent honest person. Yes. And he comes up to Katie with just the listen collectively as a group. We've all talked. This was unprecedented too. I loved it. I've never seen a turn of events like this in the I show. I loved it. And he's like, yeah, you know, we all agree that what Carl said is not true. And that the, the majority of the people oh. here, like this is, Good stuff. And what Katie's a just wild like, thing to do. Of all of the guys, he I, it was completely unplanned for, but he was the one guy who could have said anything about that. And she was 100% receptive to the truth in it. Yes. And then went and acted on it. Because then we see her talking to the girls and she's like, I was going to keep Carl. Yeah. We were all going to get what we wanted, but no one counted yeah. on the sweet angel of Mike. Sweet, sweet man, Mike. Sweet, sweet Mike. You Magic know Mike. It, non-sex Mike, so you know his intentions are pure. I miss Carl already. RIP, dude. Like, man, we. I was ready for some absolute heat from you. I was ready for some just wildness. I just and you, sure you were, you were, you were, you were here and you were gone. Um, RIP, Carl. You will be missed. You will be missed massively. Um, oh, I want to talk. Oh, wait, no. Just let's look all look forward to the men tell all. When Carl oh. comes back on, let's just look forward to that. I love that. I would love Give that. That's what Give every villain, every villain lives their best life on the tell-alls. Because every, because everyone who got cut, oh, it's coming back. Because they, all the people that don't get with Katie in the end, have nothing to lose at the tell-all. So they're None. just going off the handle the whole time. None. They're losing their mind. Um, let's talk about. Um, uh, oh, the Nick Circle. I thought was a good one. This was a very <sighs> interesting. Oh, now I get why you're calling it the Nick Circle. Yeah. I keep thinking Nick of the, I, I was, Nick Vial. I was thinking, yeah, Nick yeah, Vial he was, was there. there. I keep thinking of like the Nick U, like the Nick Ward. The, the Nick U is like a hospital term. Oh, oh yeah. What is that? Intensive care. Oh, oh okay. No, I wasn't referring right. to a random hospital term. I don't know. I just kept hearing <laughs> that. The Nick Circle. I was like, what the fuck is the like, Nick Circle? What is he talking like, what about? What kind of surgical stuff are you talking about Yeah, here? I'm, I'm big in the, you know, Nick Vial, though. Okay, I'm, here. I'm, here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. So this was an interesting move because, you know, she basically just senses like, yo, Carl might be onto something. I don't know if I can fully trust that he wasn't telling the truth. So I need to get a circle of the guys that I really like and I need to kind of get some exposure here. Absolutely. It was very interesting because it did something that I just love about certain people, which is their inability to not talk and just open up about stuff they shouldn't open up about. Or feel like they... Like, we're talking about Thomas, right? We're talking... Well, no, it was a good combo. So, like, I would take Connor and Thomas Mm -hmm. as, like... Well, and, and Hunter did a great job, too. So, like, Hunter and Connor we're super real and honest and, and like we're very upfront about mistakes they've made and how they want, how they've changed since those mistakes. Absolutely. <laughs> but Michael, Oh, sorry. Thomas took the cake as just the most insane shit ever. Yeah. 
Well, also let's just let's just applaud small applaud for Nick Viola on that one because basically Nick just came in and introduced himself and told us all once again that he has both been a contestant and the lead <laughs> on the show. And he understands everybody. And that was pretty much his contribution into this circle. He just cruised in. He's like, yo. Easy cameo. Easy cameo. Um, the beautiful thing about the circle, Evan got another villain. Evan did get another villain. And I love me a villain in the and show. An even better villain too. Way more. Way more maniacal. Way more, uh, you know. Devious. Deviant. And, and, and his ability to well, manipulate is unmatched. <laughs> because the man is airing his dirty laundry. Face to face. Yes. And it just must simply be that she loved getting picked up and put on his lap so much that she either just didn't hear him. Yeah. Or she did and she just doesn't fucking care because he's going to go to fantasy suites and then she's just going to ax his ass right after that. Right. Yeah. Maybe she's just so hot for him that she's just like, okay. That might just be it. Maybe we should just hook up and then I'll get ready. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Boy toy category right there. Because... My thing was this. I love someone that like seems to be smooth and then exposes themselves for not being that smooth because it was very confusing. He's been nothing but perfectly smooth the whole time. He's been a soap opera perfect like the way he talks, the way he looks, everything's just like, what's up? Yeah, oh my God. I'm, I just never felt this way and I don't even want You're just great with it. And then the guy, so everyone in the circle just goes through and it's like, yeah, you know what? I wasn't great to my girlfriend or I've, I've gone through a lot of the past. And this guy confesses to basically what I would say is the worst thing you can confess to on the show specifically, not in life, but on the show, which is the unforgivable sin of the show is you're here for the wrong reasons. Absolutely. And the guy confesses to being like, honestly, I went on a date right before this thing. Uh, the whole time, honestly, I just kind of had this thought of, I'm just going to use this for a platform. And to my shock and awe, I kind of like you. Yeah. And then she's just going like, interesting. Okay. Like you could see her being like, I appreciate it. Right. To the fact where they have a date afterwards. She goes, I'm a little concerned with some of these red flags. He then comes back and interrupts Aaron, who's Miss just Dr. Blood Boiler. I love him, but he's an absolute rager. He interrupts him, and then she he wins her back within two seconds, and uh, just goes like, "Honestly, I'm falling in love with you." And then like, Bullshit she just goes like, "Come back," yeah, and she just goes, "You are hot." And then they just make out again. We I was were like, so, "We were literally sitting here being like, Evan just Evan verbatim just goes, Katie, are you really accepting that?" Right. I couldn't believe it. I it was, was like, so disappointing. To be honest, that's where I say her biggest flaw is her heart's too big, or she's too receptive. To being valid, like valued to someone yes. in this way. It was like, dude, that is not, you literally like, she stood up their first interaction. It was, he, he did not cleanse himself of what, of what his admission in the circle. And she stood up and hugged him. It was the like butt out hug of like, mm, all of the sexual tension between us is now gone you're just thoroughly, you've just thoroughly disappointed me. And then he comes back because he can sense that. And he doesn't even say anything good. He's just nope. like, oh, you know, and you know, fear, fear and um, Dude, and you notice love how he, is similar, you know, and he's stumbling over his words. And at the end, he just is he like. He had a rehearsed thing. He had a little speech to say to her and he changes up his tone mm-hmm. halfway through when he sees it's not really landing because the whole time he's sitting at her with just like the most shitty and confident grin. 
that she's not returning to him. Which is a weird thing he and does. He, he does this weird Because like, he's all pepped thing. up and he's like, you know, Katie, like, I was just thinking about this. Like, and I just, he goes, I just realized, and I just realized how much you mean to me. And Which so, is a non sequitur. Like, it doesn't he, even mean anything. Like, you're just changes, saying words. But he just changed the tone and then it landed and then he drops the L-bomb. Which is so lame. Dude, this is week three. <laughs> Week three of like, you've had a couple like one on ones. Like it's crazy. He's such bullshit. Our Baltimore painter just starts laughing at him. Yeah, he just can't believe it when he says it. He's just laughing in his face, just like cannot believe you just said that, Justin. Yeah, Justin's Justin. like what? Like what? <laughs> like listen, we're all into her, but like get what love? Like it's I've known her for like ten minutes. Like Dude, what are you talking and about? This is where I feel like Aaron just keeps getting snubbed, is because Aaron. Has it? I think Aaron's honestly a genuine guy. I think he's hot headed because he's constantly like in this show right now. He is he is a victim in the time that he's being spent. He really is because his uh, when he wins the wrestling bout and they give him the trophy for the mud wrestling thing. Katie uses that as an opportunity to talk about house tension between him and Connor, Cody, or Cody, which is not what he was expecting going into it. So his time with her gets segued into talking about another guy. Which then, after he's basically validated by that experience, she sees him. Um, fucking what's his face? Carl disrupts the entire room, and she comes out guns blazing for Aaron. Calls him back into it to be like, "What the fuck do you want to tell me?" And he's like, "I don't know. Well, I don't no, yeah, know." And what she I wasn't can tell even you. mad at him. She was just more like, "I need. I trust you, so you need to tell me if anybody else, whatever." So again, I didn't pick up on that. No, no. Yeah, I so, thought she was like, "You're no, not telling me the whole truth." No, 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 no. The whole thing was like she was going like, Hey, he's telling me this. I trust you. Cause you told me about Cody. Is there anybody else? And he's like, I don't know. And so she's like, I need you to tell me if you just, you know, don't hide or what don't hide. But his whole thing is like, again, now his whole thing is just about someone else's drama. Exactly. It's never about her and him. And, and their then connection. he's getting the opportunity. Finally, he has this one-on-one and all lo and behold, Thomas comes up, interrupts his time with her to drop the L bomb, which then anyone following that up. That was a panic up, move. That was a anyone panic Anyone following move. that up though is just like, they're fucked. They're fucked. And it's just like, especially if of course he, Aaron's going to start to lose his mind because he can't get a leg up with her. Yeah. Despite like, you know, all his best efforts. Right. Yeah, and, and it was it was sad that she fell for it too because Ugh. he clearly he clearly uh, panicked. Yeah, he dropped the L thing when he saw that he was losing her, you know, and then he dropped the L bomb, and then later on when Hunter confronts him in front of everyone about it, Michael again. Instead of playing it cool, instead of learning his lesson, he goes, yeah, I thought about being The Bachelor. And I'm like, dude, have you not? Yeah. I keep saying Michael. Again. Thomas again just goes, well, I mean, I I mean, just to say that I haven't thought about that would be a lie. Which. And listen, there's truth to that, right? Every single one of those guys that has popped into their head, like maybe if I get far enough and we don't fall in love, I could parlay this into another thing. Sure. But don't say it like that, dude. Like, don't, while you're on the chopping block, don't be like, yeah, I mean, I'd be great to debate a bachelor. It's like, dude, you, what is your problem? You're so smooth, but you're also like the stupidest guy in the world at the same time. Like, I've never met anyone who's, like, be a maniacal villain. Well, I love. Or be, be, 
a super honest guy, but whatever's going on right now is super confusing. I love that they were like, Carl's dumb. Right. And they're really intimidated by Thomas. But ultimately, like, what, what the thing that just popped into me is we keep bringing up Hunter. And we don't bring in... Hunter really surprised me. Yeah, Hunter did. Hunter really surprised me. He stepped me. up in some big boy shoes there. He really did because there's a lot of guys who are going to be all talk, talkity, talkity, talk, talk, talk behind each other's backs. And the only back talking we see Hunter do is he just goes, wow, that's really... He, is that true? That's what he said to you? Because that's completely different than what he said to me. And let me tell you something. He goes, I'll be your friend. I'll be the nicest guy to you. The second you make me know, he goes, I'm going to be the polar opposite. That's what he said. And you go... Okay, a lot, a lot of big talk. And then, you know, Thomas walks in the room and everybody's quiet. Everybody's silent after they all Which has around. happened multiple times with Thomas, by the way, where everyone's talking about him. He walks in and he gets to go, anyway, and uh, yeah. all well, these crazy. big dudes are sitting around quiet. You hear grasshoppers, little, whatever, tweet, tweets. And lo and behold, little man Hunter does not, he stuck to his word. He goes, you know what? And called I talk him about the this. fuck out. He did. And he didn't get heated or flustered in the middle no. of it too. Thomas tried to weigh late and he goes, you know what? I think you're really good at conversation. I think you're really good at it. And I think you manipulated me and I really don't appreciate that. Which was kind of sweet too. Cause he got, he admitted to be manipulated, yeah. which is cute. And it was kind of cute. Too. He's like, you big old jerk. You, ju- you used me. It. Yeah. You dang it. And everyone just felt for Hunter in that yeah. moment where they were like, here we go, man. Also, because he was so heartfelt in his thing where he's like, I just really wanted to be a provider for my family, but I was focused on, he, he was like, he missed the balance in the relationship. Yeah. He was too focused on providing the financial security that he sacrificed all the emotional security of his relationship. This is what I took it. Yeah, it's too bad. I do love the fact that Thomas has just keeps outing himself. It's like, dude, like, Pull it to, if you're gonna lie, be better at it. This is where I wish we had a host stack on for these moments in this house drama. I wish the girl, I wish the girls, the girls were completely were given absent. the, they you weren't know, even around. They, they just, were, you, the, the show just used them as like just pepper every once in a while. Need that person to be able to come in and go like, kind of confront them a little bit. Absolutely. Like, what's the deal here? What's going on really here? Sit down with them. Come in with this. So, how's everybody doing? A lot right. of exciting stuff, right? We had a group date. We had some personal dates. There's uh, some stuff going on. I wish they would release the girls a little bit. I wish they would kind of let the girls go at them. I think that would be interesting. It would be super if you, interesting. If you had the girls come in and just like go, hey, Thomas, I mean, they what's might... the deal? I just want to see it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Do you think our, she took it? Whenever, by the way, whenever we record this, his birth control alarm goes off. I don't know why. Do whenever we record the Patreon too, it goes off. It goes off. Let's ask her right now. She's been pretty good about it. She's been good about it? Yeah. So some people might find it annoying, but the thing is, like 20% of the time, she didn't take it. Really? Yeah. She so got an 80-20, so it's good you had the alarm. Well, because alarm. hers will go off. She'll be in the middle of doing something. She's hers cooking, cleaning, living, working, off, whatever. Like, oh, I'll get to that in a second. Sure. Forgets. Which we never do. Mm-hmm. I'm the king of like having alarms going, oh, I should do that, and then I never do. You have to do it there. Boom. Right in that moment. That's why I love they give you the snooze button. So it hits you again. Yeah. They just know. They know you. They know me very they, well. They know anyone. They yeah. go, I know what you guys are doing. Snoozer. Snooze. I know you're going to turn off your alarm and then go back to bed mm-hmm. or not take the BC. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I hope that, I hope that Thomas goes full, uh, full villain with it. I hope he keeps, I, you know, I hope he 
just keeps going with it because we need that person to expose the the others the others lying in what wait. do you think his next move should be should he play the house against katie to be like i don't understand what they're talking about no. go for the denial no because would it be like they're all ganging up on me no because that never works oh you, you know what it does it? work if you're handsome enough and you're and you're sweet enough and he is that's kind of the luke if he P goes thing. to katie and he's like look like i'm having a really hard time in the house right now like all these guys are really threatened by our relationship and the fact that he goes you know i went out there and told everyone that i said that i was falling in love with you and they all took it the wrong way they all said that i'm emotionally manipulating you you know that's not true i know that's not true i can't tell you, i can't life, help what i feel like what do you want me, me to right do now. i'm gonna lie to you and tell you that we're like whatever play you want some me to game downplay this every time i see you every time you walk in the room you want me to pretend i don't i'm not just overflowing with this feeling for you and then she's going no i don't want that i don't want that at all and she's gonna go in there and be like who's bullying my mans yes and you can only do that if you're uh if you're if you're good looking and uh uh charming enough oh dude all i want to i really want i cannot wait for the next episode to come out just to find out who aaron is yelling at when he's going don't yell at me don't you yell at me (laughs) the dude loves to go off no we were saying i thought what we said about it was pretty spot on we were saying that we think aaron's one of those kids who like he grew up big bigger than everybody else and it was like probably some someone really wanted him to play football yeah and made him much more aggressive than he naturally is inclined to be yes and you know he's just really a sweet teddy bear that he was trained into being mad yeah like you don't you don't let that kid push you around on the field Oh, okay he's getting pushed around and pushed around and he's like no like stop kind push- of even like this anyway like stop pushing me and that's why the coach takes him in and he's like you know what we need to do we need to go hit the weight room takes him in there. you're gonna take all this aggression all this anger all this emotion right now you're gonna bench out 20 reps right now but that's not his demeanor that's not who he he's is like, okay but he's really a sweet guy you can tell yeah. he's a sweet guy that he has a lot of like that angst inside he's like the in the superhero complex where he like feels the need to defend yeah. other people and like use his size and his power for g- his natural gifts for good yeah man um well I'm okay saying. let's let's well, what about the michael date the michael date was good you know they had a really strong connection it was incredible you know what i mean like oh she flipped the uh the whatever the oh, doom buggy or whatever so which was a vibe super vibe because she really didn't bring it up for a long time she didn't bring it up and when she flipped it she wasn't like freaking out no she was like oh i'm kind of caught in here which tight. is a badass move she's kind of a badass chick she dude. is she kind of keeps blowing she kind of keeps like blowing my mind a little bit like she's like this and all of a sudden she'll do some stuff and you're like well you kind of like you got range mm-hmm. um what are your thoughts on michael so Well, A, do you think I'm correct about his tattoo? That the oh. three lines... I'm saying that the three lines on his arm are for him, his wife, and his son. I thought that was... I can't imagine what else it is because it's such a random tattoo. He has no mm-hmm. tattoos anywhere else. And he's so, just like hardcore like three on the arm thing. I feel like Mike was someone who was like... Mike had the potential to be sort of like a wild guy. Yeah. But his wife really grounded him. Oh, not Mike. Michael. Because we have, there's also Virgin Mike. Yeah. No, this is Michael. Michael, This man is, what's a man who's lost his wife? What do we call them? A widower. A widower? Yeah. So he's an, he's a single dad widower. Yes. He's a Michael. This man's moved past the Mike. Yeah. Mike was the earlier stage. So, oh man. And he's a business owner. He just like, I, I don't know. I feel, 
I don't think there's like any sort of ulterior motive. Because at this point, I think so much of his focus is being a good role model for his son. Mm. That would be my biggest, that would be my big guess. And I bet one of the reasons that he has a hard time dating girls is because he also drops kind of those, that responsibility pretty heavily Mm. on people. Like, well, he admitted in the previous episode that he's used to getting rejected. Yeah. Which was kind of a brutal thing. And he's like, yeah, I just don't really like being around you. And, you know, the fact that we have this connection, I'm just used to being rejected by him. I was like, oof, that kind of sounds rough. Because I bet he's like, well, okay, also, his wife died just over two years ago. Yeah. So it's pretty raw still. It's extremely raw still. So I bet the rejection is also coming from like the idea of, uh, like this is probably way too soon and like I'm not the person well, for you to bounce back from that way. And she was the only one he had ever said I love you to and they had been together for like 16 years. That was his woman for his whole adult life. Yeah. So we're talking about a guy who's going out for the first time since so, his entire only relationship. That, what's my take on Michael? I fucking love Michael. Yeah. Michael for the win for me on this one. I don't okay. even care if for the win isn't necessarily ending up with Katie. It's yeah. just winning from being on the show. Just a good guy. I want all of the success for Michael's business for him and his son. Yeah. I mean, I think I, there's you can't argue with that. Right? But here's what my are you gonna say? Here's my thing though. Okay. I think Michael is an absolute stand-up guy. Mm-hmm. Absolute 10 out of 10 personality, sweetheart, everything. Here's Michael's problem for Katie. Here's why he will be sent home. He has no danger. None. He has no, he has no, and, 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 you know, you just need a little edge. We saw it on the rooftop. You he's need a sweet. He's seat. just an absolute buttercup. He's a real cupcakey guy. He's a real cupcakey sweetie pants. And he's always like, he kind of wiggles his shoulders and goes, can I kiss you? Like, yeah. he's just too sweet. And, 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 and Katie, I think likes a little edge. Like, even Greg and Connor who come across as these kind of sweetie pants, there's edge to them. You can tell they've been around the block. They've done some things. Even when the Connor admitted to like, yo, I used to do drugs and I used to get wasted all the time and I cheated on my girl. Like hey, that's edge. And you could tell Greg plays Mr. Nice guy, but you could tell Greg's, you know, been with a lot of ladies and he's kind of like probably done some, you know, wild stuff. Michael. No, Michael's just been a pure little baby the whole time. So I think in, I think that's a little bit of like in her mind, they're like, this is perfect man. This is great guy. But I don't think he ruffles the feathers. He doesn't get the, you know, the, the vibe going. He doesn't create sexual tension. No, he creates like lovey dovey cuddle in the woods tension, but he doesn't create that. Like, I can't wait to like get with you on fantasy. No, and tension. that's very true too, because also we see, I was first thought, I can't imagine Michael on fantasy suites. That's what I'm saying. But, he we do see the the time in which she's very sexually attracted i think or open to michael is the emotional response right to him talking about his wife which god i'm tearing up again yeah but it's just more like but again it's more like sympathy yes it's not like the difference that happened with with Greg, which was like, we both share this traumatic experience. Not to mention she was just aroused for Greg before yeah, she Yeah, so it's that. like she was already into him and then they that they, they shared this bond. So, it's tough because I feel like Michael is going to go far and then I think he's going to get dropped and it's yeah. going to be hard for him. Yeah, same. Which, okay, bringing it back to Greg, notice Greg during all the house drama 
He just keeps going. He's just like, I don't want to deal with this. Everyone keeps going on. They get sucked into this. And you just see him in the back like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, Greg's like, why are we even doing any of this? Like, how long is the show even? Like, really? Like, And he's totally out of it. He's yeah. out of it, dude. He doesn't even care. He, he is so take it or leave it. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I keep yawning. I'm like so worn out. He's take it or leave it. I'm what did you say? Greg? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't even think Greg's that into her. No. I think he's kind of like... You're cute. We've, we're we're having fun together. We're gonna see how this goes. I think Greg's someone who gets really turned on by the competition amongst guys too. Yeah, I think he's very into the idea of like beating out some of these some of these like bigger. Um, I don't know how you describe it, but like you know, Greg has the as I describe it, the lazy boy haircut. Yeah, and a lot of these guys are like very well put together. What's the guy who I said looked like um, the handsome Bradley Cooper who looks nothing like Bradley Cooper to me now? <laughs> right. Yeah. just like some angle but he has the manicured eyebrows oh, right right right, and right, right, he's right, right always right. we said uh, I, he looks like he's modeling for gq all the time oh the box guy box guy box guy box guy yeah. by the way just Greg epic and, he looks like an italian gangster all totally. the time just like black suit with turtleneck the and like a glass of wine like tight, what a wild dude. that guy always looks super slick gel just, hair he just like, always looks like he's a jersey like it was a italian look. guy it was a, he's a always look. just kind of like got that look um yeah, brown three-piece suit for the rose one. Dude, he's just killing it. He's always over the top with it. But Greg is not that dude. And I think he really likes... Like, no, Greg's like chill, bro. Yeah. He's not bro, but just chill guy who has like flannels and he loves like coffee and he just kind of lives like... But I don't the, believe that he wears those flannels. I think the producers gave him and Katie those flannels okay. to wear along with the boots. Yeah. Man. That doesn't, otherwise, why would they be matching? That's true. Um, on his little side note, talking talking about uh, uh, clothing, uh, C- Connor's outfits were killing me. Like he definitely because he was wearing these like super low, like opened like button downs Deep. with like chains, like, and, but, but could, they were like tucked into his pants way too high. Like he didn't yeah. know how to do it, but you could tell he was telling like the wardrobe stylist, like, "Hey, I kind of want to try some little risky. Like, what do you got right? for me?" And they're He's like, like well, "I want to show off these chests." It was like Cuban style, like the 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 it went like. St- like the collars were a little big. The collars were like just inside of. But he had like light blade. blue jeans, like up, and yeah. it was just like, bro, like you do not know how to wear that. Like that is a style you got to wear. Like you got to own wear it. A v. Can't wear a V. No. But it's it's something you got to own. You think you can wear a V? A V neck or like a, v a open v shirt? Yeah. No, he he wasn't wearing O V neck. He was wearing like a like a like a oh, buttoned down shirt that, that was okay. just buttoned down a little bit. Who? Yes. Which I feel like you, you can pull off. I, I mean, it's just it's just. You're talking about in the in the Nick. I'm circle. talking about when he's like walk. Yeah, he was on the dates and stuff like that. White collar. Yeah, and he's just and then there was a couple other times where he just kind of had like a shirt that was too open for him, and um, it's like it's a personality type. Who's the guy who looks kind of like a cockatoo? Oh, you're talking about um, the guy who I look. Okay, so this is hilarious because I personally think this he guy. He was wearing extremely deep V's and showing off his like weird like tribal chest. Brendan, hats. Brendan. Yeah. Brendan, it makes me laugh because Brendan hits me as a celebrity pastor. Like he's got the tattoos and the deep V and the hair that just goes like this. The guy's a firefighter. Like he literally looks to me like a celebrity pastor. Like he's just a little too like, I don't even know what it is. It's a little out of date. You know how, okay, so people look like animals they own yeah he rem anyway whatever i already said he looks like a cockatoo to me but he looks like he'd be like a voice actor for like one of the birds in rio a hundred percent he look well he looks like rio or he yeah. looks like one of those it looks <laughs> yeah. like an actual representation of the hair's like crazy a little little much a little much anyway good two episodes they were phenomenal i'm really I'm, liking the season i think katie's awesome I think 80, a, she just goes in on it 
absolutely epic season. I mean, Evan and I cried. I mean, dude, we literally I've never have cried, cried already. Before. We've been worked up. I think it's a great cast of guys, to be great honest. Great cast. A lot of they, openness, a lot of honesty, a lot of vocalness. I also like a lot of them. There's not, most of the time, that people end up being really passive aggressive. Yep. And I think there's a perfect blend of passive aggression and yeah. actual like aggressive guys. Mm-hmm. And it's all coming from people we wouldn't expect. 100%. And Love that's it. what I'm really liking. Love it. Digging it. Um, I think it's going to be a hell of a season once yes. the drama starts really picking said, up. Dude, super excited for this next episode. So give me your just quick top. Who's your least? Who's who's out of here? Who's staying? Or like, you know what? Just give me your top, your, your front runner, your top three. Greg. Connor B. Okay, Thomas is going to be up in there right now. I completely Craig, agree Thomas with all three of those. B. Those three. And I love that they're all, they couldn't be more different from each other. Couldn't be more Soap different. Soap opera actor, and I couldn't chill be, guy, I nerdy teacher. literally couldn't be more mad about all of it. It's amazing. It's going to be great. Like, how is she falling for these I fucking assholes? Out of she all has no them. type. There's no type. I mean, no. obviously Greg's a type, but like the fact that she's running, she's going nerdy math teacher, soap opera manly actor, and chill bro is just like, just, who do you think the sleepers are because there's still guys on the show sure. we literally don't even know who they are we haven't yeah, even heard from right them. uh i think aaron's a sleeper he has a chance oh my god and uh i think aaron's the only sleeper okay wait my favorite <sighs> yeah aaron could be aaron i think could what's gonna happen to aaron is if he, does, if he doesn't Baltimore, make it for maryland guy is a sleeper Baltimore, justin yeah nah I think she's lost it for him. Yeah. I think he's too cool. He plays it too cool. He's not enough emotion. True. He's always just like, yeah, yeah, I had a great time with you. It's a little too chill. Aaron, at least there's some passion there. He gets worked True. up about stuff. So one thing we didn't so anyway. talk about, subtle little detail on the show. While Katie goes out mid-row ceremony after Mike drops that everyone thinks that Carl is wrong. Yeah. The guys who are whispering to each other, being like, dude, I just care so much about Katie. Oh my gosh, yeah. Did you hear this? And, cause you, it's like, dude, what are you guys doing? Could you like, imagine you just, like, quit, being on this? Just quit. like, I'm going to lean over your shoulder and just whisper this in you. are just like, yo, I just want you to know that I'm here for the right reasons. And I just, you know, I, I don't really care, care about, about Katie. I care about her so much, dude. It's insane. How much do you care about her, dude? Turn over. Yeah, dude. I'm just like, I'm so head over heels for her right now. Oh, I just, God, like, dude. I want to make sure everybody's here to take care of her and that they're all here for the right reasons. Well, who do you think, on a scale from one to 10, who do you think, like, I mean, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know because I'm also, while I'm developing feelings for Katie because she's so amazing and so exceptional, I'm definitely here for all, all these guys around me. I, I honestly think that they're all exceptional too. And like, honestly, yeah. developing feeling, deep feelings of, of friendship. Yeah, I honestly feel like the beautiful thing about this is like, even if she doesn't pick me, I found brothers for the rest I, of my I, life. I have something that I can walk off. I have relationships from, I've already won just by being Yeah, like Michael's show. here. And I really for her, Thomas is here for the platform. I I'm here for the friendship and the bond. I guess I don't know about you, but Katie's not the only person I care for on this show. I yeah, like, I to be honest you, with you, I can't tell. You. I can't tell if I love you more, bro, or her. Like I, I, I'm, I'm torn right now because like I've spent so much good time with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. she comes here. She comes. She comes. We'll see you next week. <laughs> we'll see you in two weeks. Bye bye.